Can they really listen to you through your phone? This is Mac Voices. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by our Mac Voices holiday gift guides. Whether you are looking for gift ideas for others or products to spend those holiday gift cards on, our Mac Voices holiday gift guide panels feature some of the guests' favorite gear and why they recommend it. Find all of our holiday gift guides at macvoices.com slash holiday gift guides. All one word, holiday gift guides. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. A company recently talked about, no, bragged about, its ability to compromise your privacy through your phone. Let's go back and let the panel do the talking. One other interesting topic I think that was fun that came up this week. Um, there was a there was an organization out there that were advertising the fact that they could listen to your conversations on your phone, huh? and that's why you should sign up with them to advertise your product. Yeah. Okay, Brittany, this oh, is an audio. Uh, Brittany, this is an audio podcast. You can't just stick your tongue out. You got to comment. <laughs> yeah. As soon as I can form words, sure. <laughs> Our friend Peter Cohen wrote this too. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's it, which which is another reason I wanted to make sure we touched on it. But it's like, why? Even if you could do that, why would you advertise that? Well, leave it to Cox. I mean, Cox is another. Mm-hmm. This despicable cable company like 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 uh, like Spectrum and 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 Xfinity. <laughs> now, of course, the the question becomes iPhone or Android, and it seemed pretty clear that yeah. the commentary was about Android. It seems it. So mm-hmm. here's another reason to get an iPhone and not and <laughs> not you know you can get blue bubbles and you aren't going to have your conversations overheard. Cox. Cox. <laughs> with an X, what? Jeff. With an X. What? Oh. Mm. Yes, uh, the, their name should be bleeped out. No matter how you spell it. It's just I mean, crappy they did effects. pick their own name in Jeff's defense. Yeah. They're asking for it. Yeah. But, I mean, this is completely unethical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then, not only is it unethical, but that, that's one level of it. But the stupidity of going out and bragging about this is what you're doing. Yeah. So, you you know, if if I say – you know, gee, my shoes are wearing out, and I suddenly get flooded with ads for shoes. You know, it, it's it, why would you? Why would you? Even if you could deliver that, why would you put that up on a website and brag about? Uh, I'll tell you the, what, oh, Ben. Go ahead. I um, I don't know, but uh, what this says is, I never want to do business with this company because they're that. completely insecure. Don't don't worry, you don't you won't have to because they're on the west coast. And well, like Brian just said, he had he, that's his ISP. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna say anything. I don't want the ISP gods to give me bad internet internet right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're probably listening in on Brian right now. 
Oh no. <laughs> Chuck, we, we all get how horrible this is. Most of the world gets how horrible this is. And, uh, and it's been said unethical, but here's the thing. If you are really trying to find every possible way to get all the data about uh, your potential customers so that you can provide the most effective targeted marketing, being able to, to pick keywords out of what people are saying, the conversations they're having, that is super useful. I'm not saying it's right to do it, but it is super useful. So yeah. if you're in a position where you want to sell your advertising services to a wider audience or to a wider group of potential customer clients, you want to, to be able to show that you offer something that your competitors don't so that you bring in more of that advertising revenue. And this, for a lot of companies, is just like like manna from heaven. It's still horribly wrong and horribly unethical. And uh, and they should have watched Jurassic Park, so they so they saw the line just between just because you can doesn't mean you should. And and here we are. I have the. Uh, go ahead, bigger bro. problem. Um, regular people already think that their device is listening to them, no matter what platform they're on. Mm -hmm. And my problem with this and making it public is now they can go, oh, that's it. That's the problem. And not worry about all of the other unbelievably intrusive ways data is being collected about them. Just because the listening to has a bigger ick factor. Because yeah. mm -hmm. the other ways are just as bad. Jeff, I, I, I have to go back to the, the stupidity factor. Say that we have this, we have the, the best keyword, you know, gathering or the keyword, best keyword targeting. But why would you tell anybody that, yeah, we have apps out there that are listening to all the conversations and gathering up those keywords? I mean, first of all, it's, it, it would be kind of a trade secret, you would yeah. think. That, mm -hmm. I mean, this is where I think, Whoever who whoever was running this company or whoever put out that statement, they should be fired and never allowed to work anywhere again, except maybe, you know, pumping gas. I mean, in, in case you missed it, they're cocks. Jeff Jeff said it already. Right. <laughs> and, and Chuck Cox pulled that that uh, from their site after people yes. started talking yeah. about this. And oh, yeah. Cox pulled out. God. This is why I love you, Brittany. <laughs> I don't think Chuck does. Uh, uh, yeah, well, I was going to make a comment because there was an update <laughs> to the article at the bottom. I'm getting uh, derailed this quick because uh, Google did reach out to them to, well, with a statement. And, of course, they say, oh, for years, Android has prevented apps from collecting audio and they have not been actively used. And whenever <clears> an app activates a device's microphone, there's a prominent icon displayed on the status bar. Okay, but but you don't deny the fact that you've been doing it. And, 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 you know, Apple, Apple's been doing, has been requiring permissions since iOS 7 in 2013. So, I kind of have the opposite question. How do they think they could keep this secret? 
better companies think you know they weren't they trying to thousands keep it secret. Of, they, it was out but, there until they got archived. <laughs> have thousands of you know, but companies are always doing these weird things, and it's like they have thousands of employees, and you know, you could see where you know the people on the board might not announce it, but you know, there's disgruntled employees out there. Yeah, mm-hmm. it would not. Be yeah, and I'm surprised one of them didn't leak it before Cox did. Right. Yeah, and but and the <laughs> oh Ben, <laughs> Lord Jeff, yeah these puns. Oh, that wasn't intentional. Me. Okay, anyhow, oh, no. the company, yeah. <laughs> Chuck. This I, is on you for bringing the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. You're the one that whipped this one out. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah. Oh, it, yes. It, you know, it, you know, it, it, and, and it's really <laughs> gone downhill. Yes. We were doing yeah. so Next great for the first qu- hour. Uh, and- yeah. Yeah. You, Jim, you had to jinx us, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and next in Teenage Corner, we will be talking about uh, new images of a certain uh, gas giant planet. <laughs> <laughs> There's a ring around that one, too. <laughs> so let, let me say that Eric Bowden couldn't, also couldn't be here tonight. He, was, he had some uh, business obligations, but it would not be a holiday party without Eric giving us a face palm. This last story, Eric gave us a face palm in the chat room. So, Eric, sorry you couldn't be here. Thank you for that. You just made my holiday. Uh, Thank you, Eric. Just a couple other little things here to talk about. Um, We've we've we talked, uh, I guess, about some certain social media things that have been going on in the last couple weeks. Um, I thought this was th- this one is important to David and I because we both publish magazines on Flipboard, but mm-hmm. apparently now Flipboard is going to start going to the Fediverse as well. And if you don't know what Flipboard is, it's it's an application that will take web pages or RSS feeds or whatever and create almost a, cra- a graphical magazine like representation of them, so that you can flip through the news sort of like you might have done in an old style magazine. Um, but obviously distribute distributed electronically. And so just the fact that they're moving to the Fediverse now, um, who else was someone else? I now I've forgotten now who was promoting that they were going to start. Oh, threads threads was going Mm -hmm. to start going to the Fediverse. Um, or I don't know what's, what's the proper term accessing, posting to interacting with, I have, I, have, I don't know. Yeah. Well, Integrating, if we're going to start, they're going to start federating. Is I think the word. Okay, yeah, okay. That's the verb. It's federate. Yeah. So federating. Is this? I mean, is this a big deal? Are we seeing an actual move toward an evolution in social media, or is this just again some of the small fry trying to compete with X? Well, threads ain't small fry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jim, I've heard so many arguments, arguments about that as to whether they are or aren't from not just, it's part of meta. I don't see how it's part of meta. They're automatically not small fry. Mm -hmm. Well, but Britt, the, uh, the, the arguments I was hearing, and I thought they were very interesting was that threads is not making the cultural impact that, that X even still is. 
that it's not where news organizations are going. It's not where brands are necessarily going. It there's some are going, but not everybody. And so that's why I consider it still small fry. I d- I don't hear anybody uh, anything breaking on threads or saying oh you got to go to threads for this or threads for that, but I still do hear it about X. Chuck, we we have uh, a a group problem here, and uh, and 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 I'm not talking about just us. I'm talking about like all the the big group of people that that are really into social media, following social media, and they've forgotten that it takes time. And it's not flip a switch, and you're just suddenly a uh, a, a full grown um, uh, social media platform that everyone has adopted. Now, Threads is growing much faster comparatively than uh, other social media platforms when they started. Like right now, um, I haven't looked at the at the numbers, uh, like. Uh, actually this month, but the, the last time I looked threads, uh, like in November, they, they were consistently over 10 million active users. And, uh, and how many social media platforms in the, uh, what is it? It's about a year now for threads. Is that right? Mm-hmm. How many social media platforms have been able to hit 10 million active users in a Isn't year. Isn't it only four or five months? It was over the summer, I thought. Yeah, it's over four the summer. Or five oh, months. holy crap, that's even better. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so let's call it six months. In in six months, 10 million active users a month. That's that's absolutely crazy. Um, yeah. Now, do you see all the media there right now? No, but you're um, seeing more people go and more media is showing up. And some of the some of the local media people that I followed on X back when it was Twitter, when I was still active there, I'm seeing them show up on Threads now. Yeah. So it's starting to happen. Yeah, and it's going to accelerate because uh, Meta is finally rolling out the uh, Threads API at about the same time as uh, as fe- at fe- at uh, Activity Pub support. I can't talk today. It's been a long year, Ben. I totally get it. <laughs> yeah. Too much eggnog, man. It's I, good. Jeff, it's I, good. I, I don't disagree. And, and listen, I'm not challenging it. I'm, I'm, I think it is fascinating to see the jousting that's going on between all the social media platforms and recognizing that there are only so many that, there's only so much time you can spend on social media. Mm-hmm. If you're going to have any kind of other life, so you you kind of have to pick and choose, and and that that's what intrigues me. You know that that blue sky, you know has has not had a better uptick, um, even though it it's probably the closest thing to a Twitter clone. Although Threads looks like it's starting to get in that go in that direction, uh, or excuse me, X clone X form. Uh, if if Mark Puccio would here, he'd say X mm-hmm. formerly Twitter. Well, um, Chuck. On, on your clone thing, I think it's okay to say a Twitter clone because Twitter and X are not the same thing. Even though the product that is currently X started as Twitter, by the time mm-hmm. the name change happened, it, that was not Twitter. 
are you talking? Uh, uh, are you talking feature sets, Jeff? Are you talking attitude? Are you talking? Uh, I'm, ta- uh, I'm talking feature duration? set and uh, and um, well, m- m- thank you, community. Yeah, feature set and community had had uh, changed dramatically by the time Twitter was renamed as X. So I I look at Twitter as one thing, X is one thing. And uh, and like I'm adamant about not dead naming, but we're talking about two different things here in yeah. this case. Okay, Brian. Also, I'm okay with oh. not having a Twitter clone. We, we don't need Twitter clones. We we need new platforms that uh, that evolve in their own way, and they might they might have some features that were like Twitter, but we're talking about microblogging, so they're all going to have features that were like that. So. I think it would be more accurate to say we're not it's not another Twitter it's another microblog platform Twitter and now X also microblog platforms so yeah look at it that way yeah I mean we had we're at just uh, about a year and a half ago we were pretty much at a point where Twitter was synonymous with microblogging Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, now it's a much, much, much different landscape. Okay, that's fair. We just we just don't really know what's going to happen. Which you know, it's interesting because yeah, for a decade it was Twitter was it, and there was no other activity. And every now and then somebody'd be like, you know, these things in Twitter suck, or, you know, or maybe they'd try to do something else, but nothing would happen. Uh, and now all of a sudden, this has become a vibrant field where there's a lot of action and what it's going to look like five years from now, nobody knows. Brian? I was going to say, um, I had a customer service issue the other day. A streaming service that I use uh, wasn't loading properly, and I knew I wanted to try to get immediate support and uh, try to resolve the issue. Um, Personally, I've been enjoying using Mastodon for most of my uh, catching up, and especially with tech news and things of that nature, I've been finding that uh, Mastodon's been very, very good for that. But I knew that X was the place to go, you know, when I wanted to reach out, see if anyone else had that similar streaming issue. Uh, it was something um, uh, regional to my area, not necessarily national. And so I knew it had that base of, of uh, customers that I could find quickly. And also the ability for the um, uh, official handles to be able to be there to be able to find um, resolution, and rightfully so, it did. It did fix. Um, you know, shortly after I had posted, um, you know, others I know were complaining about the same issue, and the issue was resolved within about five or ten minutes. So that's that's one of the reasons why I still uh, find a lot of great value in using X. For that reason, when when I f- I feel like Twitter will excuse me I feel like Threads or any of the others will have arrived when you start seeing that their logo consistently on company web pages as a place to contact them or as a place to go and get consistent timely information about them. I agree. I agree. I've been seeing if if any of the companies are going to be, I guess, relatively newly added to some of the, you know, the lineup of, you know, you got your, you know, contact us on, on X Twitter, 
contact us on Instagram, contact us on Facebook. The only new logo that I'm really seeing in a, like, you know, big corporations everywhere is, is probably TikTok. I'm seeing a lot more of their logo more so. And that TikTok is something I wanted to bring up as far as Jeff's comment comments about new platforms and evolution. And I'm not sure that TikTok is a great example of an evolution gone right, but it's definitely an evolution. Mm -hmm. But that's my humble opinion. So, Guys, I want to touch on one more thing, and it's something Brian brought because I thought it was just very, very interesting. Um, And that is how tech companies make their money. And Brian, I'll let you talk a little bit about it because I, I thank you so much for bringing this. It's, I feel like it's something everybody should just pay attention to so they understand things a little bit better. Oh, sure. Uh, so yeah, that's the resources from a uh, visual capitalist and uh visual capitalist is, is great. I use it um, quite frequently uh, explaining economic concepts. Uh, sometimes it can be difficult to understand. Um, they do a great um, infographic style on, on, on their products. And uh, this particular one was called uh, Big Tech Billion Dollar Blueprints. And it brought in uh, some of the largest uh, tech companies and kind of broke down where their revenue comes from. And then, um, uh, and then on the side, it shows the uh, revenue by region. And uh, it's kind of interesting how um, what percentage of revenue comes in from different from the U.S. versus different areas around the globe. So, for example, um, if we look at Apple, um, revenue by region, uh, you know, the Americas make up forty one point nine percent. So, you know, a very big chunk. When you look at the uh, chart that shows what products make up that. The largest, of course, unsurprisingly, would be iPhone at over 52%. Um, but it's interesting to kind of take a look at some of the other areas. And when I was looking at it, even considering, you know, which areas are new, and then even extrapolating the billions of dollars of what that percentage makes up of, um, you know, how that some of those products or services didn't even exist, um, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago. So I, I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, I'll have links in the show notes to that, along with everything else we've talked about. But also, and I've put put that in the chat room. Um, I think it is it's it is enlightening, even if you already knew most of it, or even if you know all of it. It's still a great visual representation. Folks, thank you so much. This has been a great, great holiday party. We we got through a lot of articles, Brittany. You said eighteen articles. I don't think there was quite that many, but we got through everything. Yeah. So. It just goes to show you when we put our minds to it, we can do it. Or not. Um, <laughs> okay, Webb is abusing me in the chat room. Um, so I want to I go around the room and let folks know where they can find you, um, and then we'll get out of here for the holiday season. Um, and so suddenly, Brian Flanagan Arthur has moved up into the corner of the Angels. Um, so Brian... You with the candy cane tie get to uh, to tell us where they can find you. All right, uh, you can find me um, as long as you're not frustrated with me and celebrating uh, Festivus and uh, airing grievances <laughs> against me. <laughs> um, you can find me. Uh, uh, Mastodon would be the best place. Uh, Brian eight nine four four at uh, Mastodon dot cloud. 
Thank you, Brian. Happy holidays. Thank you. Same to you. Jeff Gamut. Thank you so much for being here. It's uh, it's fun as always, no matter no matter what you do. It's always entertaining. Where can we <laughs> find you? <laughs> Chuck, I really do appreciate how incredibly tolerant you are of me. It's I mean, you you could easily at any point during the show said, I'm turning this show around and we're going home. Right. And it would have been totally reasonable for you to do that. Um Anyhow, thank you. Um, all right. So social medias, uh, Mastodon, Instagram threads. I am Jay Gamut. I'm Jay Gamut uh, pretty much everywhere. Then uh, shows. Here I am um, on In Touch With iOS on Tuesday. Nope, nope. What's this one? This is the Mac thing, right? Mac voices. Yes. Right. In touch with iOS. That's the one that Dave Ginsburg does on Thursdays. And Dave is incredibly tolerant of, of me as well. <laughs> and uh, then on the British Tech Network, the big show and the Mac show. So that's Thursdays and Fridays. And Brian Chaffin and I do the context machine. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff. Happy holidays. Happy holidays to you. Ben Rathig. Thank you so much for being here as always. Where can folks connect with you and uh, your your very festive background? Well, Chuck, you can find me on social media at Ben Raythig. You can find my writings on Raythig.tech. On uh, Thursdays, you can find me on In Touch with iOS with Mr. Dave Ginsburg. Good God, Brittany, you just derailed me. Um, on typically on Thursday and Friday, you can find me on the British Tech Network. And of course, every Tuesday, you can find me here on Mac Voices. Thank you, Ben. Hope you have a great holiday. You as well, Chuck. King James Ray, thank you so much for being here. Wait, no, you're supposed to bow to me. Well, but we appreciate <laughs> you doing the reciprocity thing. <laughs> Where can folks connect with you, Jim? Uh, I'm going to say again this week, go to artisanalsoftwarefestival.com, which is officially opening on Thursday, the 21st. And I'm looking at the, the test website. That, uh, it looks like there's going to be 18 different uh, Mac programs that are all going to be available for 25% off, including Panorama. So check that out. Is that it? I, you know, I, you could, uh, Mastodon ProView Jim at, uh, at, uh, techhub.social, but I've been saying that for like a year and no one's contacted me and said, Hey, I saw you on Mac voices. So maybe I need to move to threads. Okay, so that's mm-hmm. a challenge, folks. So if you're on Mastodon, <laughs> get on there and say hello to, to to Jim so he knows he's loved and and that Mastodon is really a viable platform. Oh, it's viable. Or, I just you know or, or they're gonna lose they're gonna lose. I haven't heard haven't something. heard from any Mac voices, you know. Okay, there there it is, folks. There's a challenge. Jim, have a great holiday. Thanks so much. Thank you. Brittany Smith, thank you so much for for uh coming since you could not get your microphone hooked up and everything, but you've sounded great. You look great. Where can <laughs> folks connect with you? 
Um, places to connect with me. Let's go with video platforms. I am ADD Liberator on TikTok and on YouTube. YouTube has more of the tech focused things, but many of the con- much of the content does overlap these days because you know that's what year it is. <laughs> Thank you, Britt. Hope, hope you all have a great holiday. Thank you. You too. Somehow David Ginsburg was bad and Santa demoted him. So he's in the basement on my screen. Um, <laughs> Dave, I don't know what happened, but um, where can folks connect with you? Darn Mac, it crashed on me. Uh, you can find me on uh, in touch with iOS at in touch with iOS.com and on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash in touch with iOS. I'm on here on the Mac show here on uh, Tuesdays. The, I'm sorry. The Mac show was on Fridays, but we're on hiatus until the, uh, to, New Year, and um, here of course on Tuesdays in Macedon, David G sixty five and Macedon Cloud. Thanks, John. Great. Have a great holiday, Dave. Thanks so much. As well. Thanks. So the question was just asked in the chat room, uh, our private chat room. Um, when's the next Back Voices live recording? And if everybody's up for it, we'll just be back here next Tuesday to talk yeah. about maybe what we got for Christmas or what our holiday activities were. We'd love to have you join us. Um, everybody up for it? Anybody up for it? I am. Yeah, I assume I think so. I can be here. Okay. Hey, so. uh, Boxing Day uh, special for all our non-American friends. Ah, okay. Good point, Jeff. So that's boxing. Or yeah, yeah. Sorry, Ben. Jeez. But Boxing Day will, because of the time zone situation, will probably be almost over by then. So anyway. Um, and Webb and Eric, who are both uh, Mac Voices Live regulars, are in the chat room tonight. They couldn't couldn't be here tonight, but happy holidays to you both. It's great great to see you at least in text, if not in person, as well as everyone else in the chat room. Thank you so much for being here. It's always great to see you and have you and have your commentary running alongside all the uh, pretty pictures on my screen. This is Mac Voices Live. We do it Tuesday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, whatever time that is, wherever you are, right here, youtube.com slash TV, And we will be back next Tuesday, the day after Christmas, to talk about whatever has happened then. Because the way things are going may be a pretty hot news time. I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching. Visit MacVoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices each month. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at BackbeatMedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at Cashfly.com.